0: Please welcome back Kai Mata, back because I love her. She's talking about her new single, So Hard, and the video that you need to check out. And we're going to try to get her on the Ellen DeGeneres show. But for now, she's here on the Better Each Day podcast radio show. to day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard. Today and every day, reaching out for innovative ideas in every way. Today's show is brought to you by your future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. Your new video. Tell me about the video. Did you direct that and write it and the whole deal or...
1: So I worked with a lovely team. I had a videographer named Fabian Rachuk, He is Argentinian and French. Mm. And he did everything from the production side of it and producing it. But together we came up with the idea that we wanted it to be every actor directly looking into the camera and singing to each individual to have the biggest impact. Because we wanted it to be a very engaging story in which we create a conversation with the listener and the viewer rather than them seem like they are a third party just witnessing something but it's to bring them in, to bring them into the excitement, to bring them into the story into the message that we're trying to send
0: It's fun to watch too right off the bat you tossed your ukulele who caught that?
1: Thank you, thank (laughs) goodness someone caught it because it was not my ukulele
0: What is it? Oh it's not yours? (laughs) No it's not mine Oh, So you have like a stunt double ukulele then
1: uh, so it was the venue we were filming at they have instruments there
0: <laughs> okay
1: I was very blessed to be offered the space to use for the whole day to shoot this video and of course the first thing I do is decide to throw the ukulele around
0: that's good you know just want to feel welcome wherever you are and I usually exactly I usually start off if I come over to a stranger's house or something I grab some furniture or something how about, mm-hmm. how about this vase can I toss this you know yeah Okay,
1: good. So we're on the same page.
0: Yeah, that's my father's ashes. Oops, sorry. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, thankfully, someone caught it. Thankfully, we only needed one take. And thankfully, (laughs) I haven't received notice that I'm not allowed into that establishment anymore. The establishment is like Revive Bali, which is a coffee shop in Indonesia. Oh. Owned by a British-Australian man named Oliver James. Shout out to him!
0: Lots of diversification. Yeah, Yeah. you're naming off all these people from all over the place. That's pretty pretty cool. Thank you. You're doing uh, use music as your vehicle to connect with people. In your words, why is music a good way to do that?
1: For me, the power of words is like monumental in itself. But then when lyrics are added with a melody and a rhythm that power and strength grows exponentially for me it feels like it's an easier way to forego all of the barriers that we put up as individuals to allow us to connect with others at a level which is truthful which is sincere
0: Here's Kai's latest single So Hard Come and hear the
2: words they say are you bi or are you gay? Oh, how I thought you were straight, What a pity, such a shame You both look so feminine Don't you miss it with a man? With two girls, how does that work? Cause I can always be your third answer all your questions, though I know it won't fit in your fantasy, fantasy. Despite the ego telling you our bedroom does not want your company, So go and lust, and fantasize, but nothing more, despite your tries, I don't need a All done. can turn me straight well maybe I can turn you gay oh did I just cross a line cause you've been overstepping mine it seems your masculinity suffers insecurity so go in lust and fantasize But nothing more Despite your tries I don't need a dictator to tell me two girls in love so hard as if it's not enough so hard it's only okay cause it makes you hard Is it so hard seeing two girls in love so hard as if it's not enough so hard it's only okay cause it makes you hard you heart so go in lust and fantasize but nothing more despite your tries i don't need a dictator i don't need a dictator to tell me what i need
0: i like how you use comedy too because the songs pretty light you know I I think people think better when their brains are happy It's, it's cool thank
1: you yeah it was a very important thing to make it light if it was too serious the message wouldn't be heard and with a topic that can be considered quite heavy like this it needed to have that balance of a light comedy airiness that invited people to join in the movement rather than shamed people
0: we were having fun too. It's just fun to watch it, like I was saying. It's you can see, watch it on YouTube. Is there a can the music be bought? Can you how how is this distributed?
1: Yeah, the music can be bought and streamed. So hard the single is available on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you really listen to music. It could also be bought on Bandcamp, which really helps me out. And you know, watch the video. The video is a great video. I had a great team working with me. Of a dozen international members of the LGBTQ plus community so I'm grateful
0: So what's next for you? Are you playing live?
1: At the moment in the US, no, I am here working on promoting this single, first of all and secondly, gaining inspiration for the album I'm recording that will be released in December
0: An album, alright
1: Yes, another one
0: Here is the title cut to Kaimada's previous album Time to Shine you do all the vocals
1: all of them are myself oh including on so hard
0: everything's myself that's fun you get to sing with yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) an interesting thing to do i I do it myself sometimes even overdubs yes used to be against my religion to do overdubs but they sound good in some applications i think so
1: it's i agree
0: it's done a lot you were on a, a podcast
1: was it showing up messy yeah yeah showing up Messi, her name is katie barbro she is a new friend of mine that i met oh. in bali indonesia
0: okay cool but
1: we found out after talking that we grew up pretty close by to each other in los angeles actually so we're both from the same area
0: how was it you ended up in bali
1: me i i am an indonesian american and i decided to move to indonesia Actually, I moved to Indonesia when I was 14. It wasn't my choice and I didn't want to. But I'm very grateful for that opportunity because I learned a lot about who I am and who I am within the world as a whole. And then when I was an adult, I went back to the US and decided it wasn't really home anymore. The values and the lifestyle wasn't how I wanted to live. So I traveled and decided to move back to Indonesia. And out of all the places in Indonesia, what was the biggest benefit and the biggest mix for me was being in Bali where I could experience a life with foreigners and expatriates, as well as local culture. It is the most liberal place in Indonesia out of all 17,000 islands. So I felt that would be a good home base for me to be able to pursue creative pursuits as well as feel comfortable with being an open member of the LGBTQ plus community.
0: You've done a lot in 21 years. You're 21 years old.
1: Yes, I'll soon be 22.
0: Yeah, I think you had just turned 21 the last time I talked to you and you said it was opening new avenues because you could play places that served liquor.
1: Yes, that is such a big difference.
0: Yeah, I, I did that illegally for a long time. I think I started when I was 18 and they never carded me. In fact, they, they
1: never carted you?
0: No. In fact, they'd serve drinks. They never questioned it. And I looked like I was a little kid, too. Oh,
1: I I always get carded, <laughs> Even even for things like people get really confused when I'm driving and they think that I'm a child driving. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, see. no, I'm old enough.
0: <laughs> what does that feel like? Because you do look way younger than 21.
1: I know. Uh, I think it's funny. I was at Costco and trying to get a sample of food. And she asked me if I was old enough to be sampling without my parents. And I said, is 21 old enough? And she's like, oh, yeah, the minimum age is 12. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, good to know.
0: (laughs) So you're sitting at a restaurant and they bring the crayons out for you or anything like that? (laughs) Not
1: anymore, thankfully. (laughs) Jeez.
0: Okay. See, I could almost say that happened to me. I don't know. I'm I'm not very tall. And when I was a kid, I I looked like a, a little kid. No, I look old. But that's all right. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't mind. See, I'm becoming a minority of my own now because uh, I think people look at you and they say, you're old, you're no fun anymore. And totally that's not the case. I think I'm crazier than I've ever been in my life. Less inhibited. Um, and I know how to fun, have fun and I know how to stay out of trouble. And that, that I didn't know when I was younger. I think uh, I was a little bit more of a risk taker. That's about me. I'll edit that stuff out.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Keep it in. (laughs) Keep it in.
0: Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything else you want to say?
1: Probably. If anyone has any connections to Ellen, we are trying to get on the Ellen show.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 I I saw that and I thought that's perfect. And I, it's a matter of connections. So six degrees to Ellen. I'm sure she'd be, she'd be, you know, totally enthused to have you on there. Uh, exactly you're you're everything that she does and uh, the enthusiasm i think is yeah it's brilliant what you're doing so it's a perfect fit a lot of what i do is just phoning people and saying would you like to talk with me and i have no problem (laughs) with doing that it's a matter of finding the right agent and presenting what you have you know and Mm -hmm. and you know kind of have one minute of your time to talk about this and they're usually pretty cool. You know what? I'm going to give that a plug for you and see what happens.
1: Oh, Thank you, Bruce.
0: <laughs> Who knows? See, that's another thing that comes with my age is with the lack of inhibition. There's no fear, you know, and you have, Yes. That. you have it too. When, when did you overcome the fear thing? A lot of people are just afraid to stand in front of an audience and talk. And some people are even more fearful of singing in front of an audience. But you have a message. I don't know. Did you just have an epiphany and say, I am no longer afraid and just come out and and do what you do? Or how did that work?
1: I think there's always fear for me. I still experience fear to this day. It's the idea of recognizing that fear, accepting that it's there, seeing its purpose, and then deciding whether or not it's rational to think that way, and then moving forward from there. Because fear is a can be equally as driving as it is an inhibitor, depending on how we approach it, and what we do with it.
0: Rosa Parks, she's uh, in the history books is the first black woman to get on the bus and sit wherever she felt like sitting, and it was like in Alabama in the southern state, and a really bad time uh, in racial history, and she ended up in court, and she ended up in all these problems, and. Uh, That shouldn't have been, you know, there was trouble or there shouldn't have been trouble. But she came out with a great quote, and I I don't have it verbatim, but it was something to the effect of when you have a cause or you really believe in something, you're not afraid. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought that was a good way to uh, articulate the whole thing.
1: Exactly. I think being able to perform for me is so linked with a cause behind me. Not even usually an overarching one. It's more so connecting with each individual in the audience, making eye contact, and having a conversation with them, even though I'm singing. But when I do that, it doesn't feel daunting to get on stage or to put out a message or to share these vulnerable thoughts and feelings. It is more so inspiring and uplifting because it is heard, it is understood, and all the while I am understanding each person in the audience that is taking the time to listen to me.
0: You have a way of inviting, though. You aren't just telling them what they got to know, you know, take me on my terms or nothing type of thing. You don't do that at all. You're, you're just, here it is, and you're inviting, I think. I would hope so. That's cool. It's, it's I think, uh, a hard thing to do, and not a lot of people even consider it just me, just my thoughts there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with that in mind, thank you so much for chatting with me.
1: Thank you, Bruce.
0: I'll keep an eye on you, and I'll see if I can get a hold of Ellen.
1: Yes, please, definitely.
0: <laughs> okay, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, have a lovely day. All
0: right, you too, bye-bye.
1: Bye. Oh,
2: did I just cross the line? Because you've been overstepping mine. It seems your masculinity...
0: Suffers insecurity
2: so go in lust and fantasize but nothing more despite your tries i don't need a dip. Is it so hard seeing two girls in love? So hard, as if it's not enough. So hard, it's only okay, cause it makes you hard. So go and lust and fantasize, but nothing more. Despite your tries, I don't need a dick.